Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. I'm here today. I wasn't here yesterday. I say we're here live every day. Sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's old Sempy. Sometimes it's the great Jim Valley. But today I am back. And it is Wednesday, and you know what that means. Well, it's a little different this week because uh, this week is not AW and NXT. NXT is already over. Did you watch it? Did you remember? I did remember. Although, man, it was weird all of a sudden to... Uh, have to watch it on Tuesday, unopposed. I could just sit there and watch the show. So we're going to talk about NXT today. What did you think? This was the NXT after the TakeOver WrestleMania, and this was the first NXT show in their now permanent Tuesday home. What did you think? I thought it was there. What about the rest of you? We'll talk about the show here today. I know people are expecting me to go crazy about Raw, but dude, Mike did Raw yesterday. You really need to hear me talk about Raw? I don't need to talk about Raw. I got a bunch of other thing, uh, things to talk about, including AEW tonight. We have got the full lineup for the show. We have got notes on who made what in WWE, their uh, annual shareholder meeting, uh, directors, the board, Nick Khan, Vince McMahon. You're going to find out how much Shane McMahon made to call another man a dummy every week on television. He may or may not have made more than I make to call people dummies every week here on this program. But of course, we're a private company, so that's none of your business. But anyway, we'll talk about that here today. We'll take some text messages and some emails and more. If you'd like to text us here today, you're welcome to do so. 425-780-7566. Back in a moment with Semper Vivi. Wrestling Observer Live. And now today's rust eating tip of the day, presented by Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tie rotation until you have a rusted on wheel. 
coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2x4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Free All. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. Prescription products require completion of an online consultation with an independent healthcare provider and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Additional restrictions apply. See website for more details and safety information. You've loved her since the day you first met her. You've loved her through the good times and the bad. There's nothing you wouldn't do to make her happy. You may be older now, but that doesn't mean your love will ever change. ED happens, and it happens to about 50% of men over the age of 40. Visit RexMD.com and show her your love has never changed and never will. RexMD.com has helped thousands of men. Here's how RexMD.com works. Just fill out a brief survey, and if appropriate, you can get FDA-approved ED medication, which are currently available to new customers. Your consultation is free. There's no co-pays, no doctor office visits, and your shipping is always free. At RexMD.com, we've made the process fast, easy, and affordable. Don't wait another minute. RexMD.com is now offering sample pack prescriptions of ED medication. Visit RexMD.com right now. That's R-E-X-M-D dot com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back here on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Hey, let's talk about Raw. You ready, Mike? Oh, wait, did you already talk about that yesterday? I did, but uh, I wouldn't be uh, teasing your your Twitch chat or any of the listeners out there who would love to hear you rant about no, at least a little bit of something. No, no, I'll think about it later. I don't have the dude. I, I you know what's you know what's weird about Raw? I hated it and I ranted about it and I've totally forgot everything that happened on the show. <laughs> so I do have notes here if I wanted to go over it, but I I don't care. And besides, we need to talk about this uh, this NXT show right here because. Very quickly, Mike, without going on for an hour, just a quick, what did you think of this show? Am I the only one that was underwhelmed? Probably. 
probably. Really? I, I, you know, yeah, yeah, I think so. I, you I, were I, overwhelmed. I was definitely not overwhelmed. Were you, you know, just I, whelmed? I, I was whelmed. I thought it was a nice, solid show. I like some of the aesthetic changes that they made to the show as far as the graphics go. I think the the eagle skeleton logo combinations a little bit much, but I, I again. Some of those aesthetics matter, and of course, you know, the storylines and the stars need to matter more. But I like Leon Ruff and Swerve Scott. I like the way that they've kind of linked them with each other to kind of try to move things forward with them. I'm not the biggest Karrion Cross fan in the world, but I'm in the minority on that one, and there seems to be a lot of people that like him. I don't think that the promo was that great, but I thought starting the show with it, I thought they established that really well. MSK, I thought that was a nice showcase for them. I, I guess you either like them or you don't. It was kind of a weird matchup in that Drake Maverick, you know, being as part of the other team, seemed to get a lot of sympathy there, which, you know, had people booing MSK. But they set up Mercedes Martinez and, and uh, uh, Brainlock on her name, Billy Stark, and they moved some things forward. The main event... You know, you can talk about that. I know you're going to get into that. It is what it is. I did pop huge, and I'm ashamed of myself because I hate this storyline, but Indy Hartwell giving the thumbs up. I got to admit, I did pop for that, oh but that's right. a big problem. That's the biggest problem I have is that Gargano is a goofball. I don't buy. I like Bronson Reed and Austin Theory a lot, and for them to be continuously tied up into this, I didn't like that, but... Escobar's a star. I like how they set up Kushida and Kushida getting that victory I thought was awesome and setting up a match with Dunn for later. Again, I thought a lot of things really worked on the show. Was it the greatest show in the world? No. Was it a nice base to move forward? I, I believe that it was. Other than I would have definitely changed the main event, but that's just me. Okay, Did so... Did I go on forever? Yeah, so listen... Here's here's my whole point of this show, everybody. Like, I didn't hate this show, okay? I thought the show was fine. But my point is, this is the first Tuesday NXT show. They've moved to Tuesday. They're going to be on Tuesday for the rest of their lives until maybe next year or whatever. But the point is, they're Tuesdays now, okay? So if you remember to watch Tuesday, now it's like, oh, well, do I want to watch every Tuesday now that we don't have a Wednesday Night Wars anymore? Oh, it's the first takeover after the WrestleMania takeover show. This is what we got, everybody. Killian, uh, Karrion crossed as a promo, which was fine. Okay? All right. We have Killian Dane and Drake Maverick versus MSK for the tag team titles, which was, it was fine, but you have two babyface teams. The crowd, like, I'm, it's, they were dead, okay? I don't want to hear that they were not dead because they were dead. And they were dead for, like, most of the show here. They were just sitting there watching the show and they were dead and so the match was okay but i'm watching this okay match in front of a crowd that's dead we have uh alexander wolf showing up to recruit uh killing dane but then they beat him up so uh and by the way what happened to imperium and timothy thatcher it's like is that going to continue because it appeared to have been completely dropped here on this show we have a mercedes martinez deal that sets up a match later we had Cole O'Reilly Aftermath, which was funny. They're being carted into the hospital or the medical center or the hospital-like structure, and they're screaming <laughs> at each other on these gurneys. As they're like, that was great. Mercedes Martinez beats Jesse Kamea. It was like two minutes, zero heat from the crowd, and then she chokes Robert Stone. Okay, whatever. Uh, we have a couple promos and everything like that. And then, yes, we had Kushida Santos Escobar. That was a good match. Kushida won the title. 
I don't want to complain. I know this uh, will come off as a complaint, but I liked it and I loved the Kushida one, but I would have preferred if like a month ago, Kushida won the North American title, which is supposed to be a more prestigious title, as opposed to this title, where he's largely, I guess, going to be doing stuff on 205 Live, which apparently still exists, but like no one watches it. But I like that he won, so that was nice. We had a Chomp and Timothy Thatcher promo. They're back together again and seem to be happy. We had Dakota in the ring calling out Raquel. Now, people are going to get mad. Let me just preface this by saying that I did love this segment, okay? Raquel comes out, and then she has a, a brief stare down with Frankie Monet, who I guess are going to feud. And then Rhea Ripley's music hits. Bianca's Belair music hits. They all come out, and they have this big group hug, and everybody goes crazy. Now... I liked it. It was a cool moment. It actually brought these dead fans to life. So, like, I'm, I'm cool with all of that. But my only question is this, everybody. Were Rhea Ripley and Raquel not in the middle of a violent blood feud the last time that we saw them? Weren't they killing each other the last time we saw them? Now they're back and they're just all hugging and buddies. It doesn't matter because they're on separate brands. But I couldn't help but note... Like, you know, if, if Kyle O'Reilly went to the main roster and Adam Cole went to Raw and, like, all of a sudden on a pay-per-view they reunited and hugged, would that not be weird? Am I the only one? Anyway. It, it would only be weird if Triple H wasn't standing behind them. But I liked I liked the moment. It was just kind of weird. Am I wrong to say that? Leon Ruff and Swerve Scott was a good match, and I would go as far as to say that this was the best that Leon Ruff has ever looked in NXT. I yes. mean, he had matches with Gargano, and Gargano's great, but comedy, and you're a dork, and blah, blah, blah. This, he was in there. They treated him as a serious guy. He did this fantastic top-rope Frankenstein that was awesome. I mean, this was by far the best thing on the show. And then uh, Zoe Stark, Mike, uh, did a sorry. promo. Yeah. And Zoe uh, on the indie, sorry. And then, by the way, so Swerve wins the match with Leon Ruff, just beats the guy with his move in the middle of the ring. And then this... Poor sport, Leon Ruff attacks his poor guy, and they're going to keep feuding. So, okay, well, that's fine. At least they had a good match that I want to see again. And then finally, yes, would this ever have gone head-to-head -head with AEW, the main event that they gave us? It's The Way versus Shotzi, Ember, Loomis, and Reed. They do a bunch of comedy. Uh, like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Indy Hartwell Indeed. loves the creep from the creep farm. She wants him to love her. It's just like, that's the whole match. This is the main event of the show. And they're doing comedy, and finally he carries her to the back, and she gives a big thumbs up. And <laughs> I'm like, bro, this is the main event of your first Tuesday show. You're trying to get some people that normally watch AEW to go, you know what, I like this NXT show. I'm going to watch it every... What is this? Uh, this creepy guy is... Oh. I'm like, bro. So anyway, uh, Reed, who got beaten on the last show, he gets his big win here. He gets his win back. The show was fine, but, like, the point of this show is all of these AEW fans might go, hey, I want to watch this show this week. That's what you gave them, a show that was there with a comedy main event. Maybe it's going to work out great. Maybe all of those 18 to 34s are going to watch the third show and go, man, look what I've been missing. I did not think that this was a showcase show for NXT 
their first when their first Tuesday. But listen, if you did, that's what matters. You, not me. I'm going to watch it anyway. We'll see how this turns out. Do you think it would have been better if there were arcade video games and Legos? Dude, I don't know. What if, what if, what there was Trent, violence and blood in that if, match. What if Trent's mom picked up, they, they went outside, Dexter was carrying Indy outside to over the horizon, I guess, and Trent's mom picked them up. Would that have made it better? Would Bro, that have I don't know what it would have made it better. I don't know. I just know that I watched... a. And listen, you could say whatever you want about video games surrounding the ring because as a fan going into that match, I was not excited to see that match. I was like, oh my god, this, this feud is going to continue. But you know what? It was like a really violent match and people liked it. And it's done well in the ratings. So that's what I have to say about that. But this one, you know what? Maybe this show's going to do a million viewers. Because when we come back from the break, you know what I'm going to do, everybody? I'm going to tell you how wrong I was on Monday. Wrong with a capital W-R-O-N-G. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years. People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. 
Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. By the way, uh, Denise is doing a bunch of, uh, of questions here during all of the breaks. Are you aware, everybody? Denise used to do Wednesday nights immediately after AEW and NXT. But now... She has three shows, if you are a fan. Tuesday nights on our YouTube channel, video.f4wonline.com. Tuesday nights is the post-NXT show. Wednesday night is the post-AEW show. And Friday is a post-SmackDown show. So three shows that you can watch on our YouTube channel every week, video.f4wonline.com. Head over there and check those out. As I promised before the break... I'm normally right, but you know what? When I'm wrong, brother, am I ever wrong. Now, I do want to mention again that I did not think that NXT was a bad show. I just thought that they should get off on their best foot on their Tuesday debut after WrestleMania, and I thought that they got off on a foot. Raw, however, which I will not review, I'm not going to do this, but Raw, Raw after WrestleMania this year was not getting off on a foot Raw was an aggressively bad show. It was horrible. It was the worst Raw after WrestleMania I ever saw, okay? There's been 37 WrestleManias, and there's been a Raw since the early 90s. This was the worst Raw after WrestleMania of all time ever. And keep in mind, last year, we had just entered a pandemic, and the place was an empty building. So I watched this Raw, and I thought... Like, I know it's the Raw after WrestleMania, but it sucks. And I'm, I'm not going to do a full... Oh, goddamn. All right, listen. Here's what happened on this show. All right, so it opens up with... Get him. It's Lashley and Riddle, and Lashley squashes a guy for 10 minutes. 10 minutes! That's how you open the Raw after WrestleMania. Bro, I almost fell asleep. And can you imagine Riddle and Lashley... Two MMA fighters almost put me to sleep. It goes on and on. I'm like, God, help me. So they have that match. Then we have a quick Rhea promo. Then Sheldon Cedric, who have been a main event act for like six months now. Now they're jobbers. They go in there and they lose to the Viking Raiders in a nothing match. The Raw after Mania nothing match. Charlotte comes out. At least we know now for sure that she's a heel. And uh, she cuts this big, long promo. This leads to an Oscar Rhea Ripley rematch, which was much worse than the WrestleMania match. They could not get on the same page. They fell down. They botched this. They botched that. And then I'm watching a, a WrestleMania rematch, and this tall blonde just runs out and beats everyone up for the DQ. Oh, whoop de doo Great. Then we have a Nia Shayna segment. It's terrible. Alexa's on her swing set. It's terrible. Great follow-up, by the way. 
Let's see where it goes. Well, you know where it went? Alexa's a little girl who's mean, and uh, Bray's a, a happy cult leader who's a good guy. All right, whatever. Miz TV with Maurice leading to Damian Priest versus Miz Morrison. Dude, you had Bad Bunny in there. Bad Bunny at WrestleMania. The whole point of having a Bad Bad Bunny is to elevate somebody. Who are you going to elevate? The Miz? He's been there for 17 years. Morrison? Well, he came from tough enough 17 years ago. Okay, well, there's one guy left. Damian Priest. Can we elevate this fella? Because Bad Bunny's out of here. He got a, a gaudy mic, and he's off into the sunset. So what do they do with Priest? They beat him the next night in a handicap match. Mandy and Dana versus Nia and Shayna. Bro, I'm not even going to bother. I'm sure Mike covered this yesterday, but like one of the worst, just one of the worst booked matches ever. 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 All time. Think about how bad some of the show has been since 2018, and they managed to have one of the worst booked matches ever the night after WrestleMania. Since Farmer Burns. Oh, Lord, help me. Since Adam and Eve. New Day versus Riker and Drifter. The whole segment went 20 minutes in the third hour. 20 minutes. I'm like, how is anyone still watching this show? Firefly Funhouse and finally Drew Braun Randy. I mean, the match was good, but I was dead by the time these guys got in the ring. And uh, and Drew wins. So remember when Drew was was just taken out by the Hurt Lock at WrestleMania? He just got taken out. Well, it's leading to them doing this again at the next. I was exhausted, bro. I'm exhausted. Just that five seconds I recap that show, or five minutes or whatever. I'm exhausted. I'm dying. Make me a cigarette. You're right. And I'm like, there's no way. There's no way the show does well i know it's the night at by the way the main event drew braun randy it'd be one thing if they opened the show saying that's the main event they didn't announce that until 40 minutes before the match started i'm like it's impossible there's no way this dave's like it should do two million i said no there's no way the show does two million i think i said one eight I think my prediction was 1.8 million viewers because they've been doing 1.7 million viewers on the road to WrestleMania. And I was like, okay, well, the show's bad. Like, 1.8. I'll give them an extra 100,000 viewers. Well, I was wrong. I was very wrong. The Raw after WrestleMania, everybody, that Raw on Monday... Did 2.03 million viewers. How? Now, keep in mind, last year, when they were in an empty warehouse, the show did 2.10 million viewers with very, very heavy news competition. And two years ago, the 2019 Raw after WrestleMania did 2.93 million viewers. So they lost a million viewers in two years. But still, I was baffled. They did 2.03 million viewers. Show opened strong. It did drop. And uh, hour one, 2.13 million viewers. Hour two, 2.09 million. Third hour, big plunge to 1.86 million. Gee, I wonder why. The Drifter... And and uh, and the other guy in there for like 20 minutes with the new day, I mean I I at least I got that. 
Miz and Mrs. immediately afterwards, they dropped to 705,000 viewers. The most talked about superstar. What was his gimmick? The most talked about NXT, WWE, whatever his gimmick is. 700,000 viewers. So, uh, yeah. Well, I was wrong. And, uh, look. I, I was wrong. Post-WrestleMania. It, and it depresses Trump, me, this one. Maybe the show was so bad that people had to see what was what was happening there and then just gave up by the third hour because a 40,000-person drop from 8 to 9, it's not bad. The 370,000-person drop from hour 1 to hour 3, hour 3 where that's when they announced the main event for the show and you had that long Elias Jackson-Riker nonsense and all... Look, next week, I think the show is going to do very poorly. And I know you are hey, crestfallen. Hey, hey, flop, flop. I, I know you are crestfallen over what took place here on Monday. But I'm telling you, you can, you may be able to restore your faith in everybody on this horrible show because they may pay. The, the sins of, of Monday night may come back to get them next week. At least that's what I'm feeling. SmackDown, not at all. Won't affect that whatsoever. But coming Raw this coming Monday night, I wouldn't be so sure that this is doesn't start maybe at 1.86 million, and then we'll see where it goes from there. I just wish it was better. I know. This is so... We all do. Bro, we help me. We all do. Come on. Man. Everyone, when the shows are bad, yeah. don't watch. Then they'll have to do something better. God, what a show. Can you imagine they put that show together the night after Mania? I can't. I can't believe it. I'm glad you have come around to this. I used to Come around to it? Yes, you used to say, you know, when I would say turn the channel off, when I would say if you don't like something, don't give them your money, and you'd say, well, they don't care. They, they're doing... See? Well, they well, don't care. They don't care. I wasn't they're gonna, wrong. They're, they're going to make their money, and they're going to do what they're going to do no matter what, everybody. So if you don't like this the same way if you don't like something on AEW, it's as simple as that. I got to say one thing real quick. You know what amazes me? If you have not been listening to the Brian and Vinny show, I mean, because this screwed up Peacock has ruined my Tuesday show, I'm watching the Monday Night War documentary. This documentary was made in 2014, when it was not nearly as bad as it is now. And, bro, they just keep talking about the early 90s and how bad the early 90s was. And they're talking about unrealistic gimmicks and lame characters and boring TV that just has looked the same forever. I'm, I, I, I can't even watch it. I'm like, how is this still on the network? Anybody watching this, the thing that they're making fun of from the early 90s when they describe it, it is exactly like the shows we're watching today. And ironically, the guy, the head of creative here, Bruce Pritchard, is the same guy that was head of creative in the early 90s. They're like, oh, these unrealistic characters. The Sultan and these bad gimmicks. We had to move into the reality era. And I'm like, oh, the reality era of The Fiend and Alexa Bliss disappearing into thin air? Like, everybody keeps going on about Shaq. Like, everyone's all hung up on Shaq. Shaq disappeared. Bro, first off, Shaq went into the ambulance. They had a four-minute commercial, and they came back, and he was gone. 
He stood up and left! Uh, bro, I see the lights go out and Alexa changes costumes! I'll be back. Observe a light. With round-the-clock protection at a great price, your progressive policy works the way it's supposed to, unlike this unenthusiastic hype man. Okay, everybody, let's make some noise. Put your hands up. We're not. It's your call. Here we go now. Here we go. Switch to Progressive today. It is electric in here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. I'm Ron Barr. All my life I've been active, playing tennis, pickup basketball, cycling, and swimming. But let me tell you, as I've gotten older, my body now tells me when enough is enough and I've done too much. Did you know 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living? I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor can help all those body parts that are hurting, sore, such as neck and shoulder, back, hip, or knee, or just general muscle aches and pains. Here's what I recommend. Go to relieffactor.com to find out more. And Relief Factor has something special for the Sports Byline USA Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. So give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Or check it out at relieffactor.com. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. Even though you may feel like it's not essential, it's smart to have an accountant you can go to as needed. Not necessarily hiring one to keep on staff with you, but finding a certified CPA you can hire to do your taxes when the time comes and get financial advice from when you need it. It also never hurts to have an accountant review your business's cash flow to make sure you're covered in an unpredictable economic situation. If you know your numbers and stay on top of them, you'll always be in a better situation. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Uh-huh. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Yeah, the phones are open. Why not? Why not today? Why not every day? It's a radio show. 844-913-2727. If you want to hear me just yelling into the ether, I got lots of podcasts. 
WrestlingObserver.com for that. But this is a radio show. We're supposed to be taking yeah. comments from everybody. Exactly. And yelling at them. Let's look at a few of these uh, texts and emails, just because people say I never do them anymore. With the surprise title change, the debut of Frankie, even the new champion celebrating together, which was odd, he notes. NXT felt like the shows after WrestleMania used to feel. We're all entitled to our opinion. See, you may be a little... Well, there were special this. things on that show. Title change, yeah. everything like that, but... Uh... And look, let's be real. I, To be honest, I'm one of those people. I think crying is overdone. I think a lot of this type of stuff is overdone. And that's what I think... Last night it stood out with Bianca because it was unexpected. And that's how you're supposed to do that. And I wish they would space things like that out more instead of so much of this... You know, we're just so happy to be here and we're going to cry. And it's all like like the, the Rhea build up to the match with Charlotte Flair, where it's like, wow. It just to me, they do it in such a, such a dis disingenuous way that when something actually is real, it really does stand out. Bianca at WrestleMania that, that, that Vinny had talked about, you know, her promos that were taped for, I guess, you know, social media after the show, like that type of stuff really does stand out. And I thought they had a moment like that. And I wish they don't. I just wish they wouldn't beat that stuff to death. But that's what WWE does. They beat everything to death. Look at again. Look at Nia on Monday night. All right. So here's the AW lineup for tonight. Since everybody is asking, there's a lot coming up tonight. First permanent unopposed Wednesday. Young Bucks versus Pac and Ray Phoenix for the AW tag team titles. Might that, be all right. That should be good. <laughs> we have got Darby Allen versus Matt Hardy for the TNT title in a Falls Count Anywhere match. That should be wild. We have got Chris Jericho versus Dax Harwood with Mike Tyson as the special enforcer inner circle pinnacle ban from ringside. Red Velvet versus Jade Cargill. Anthony Ogogo's AEW in ring debut. And Chris Statlander returns to face Amber Nova. So I can tell you that this show was taped, which means I think it is going to be a very good show because if Red Velvet and Jade Cargill screwed anything up, they can fix it. If Anthony Agogo screws anything up, they can fix it. And they always, I believe, have better taped shows because they have better crowd sweetening. So I think this is going to be a very, very good show tonight, and we will see how it does in the numbers. You know, I heard a funny story. Uh, I won't say who it was. And, you know, there's uh, there's been a lot of injuries in AEW in the last six, eight months. So I don't think it will be revealed who this person was. But anyway, they were doing a match. And uh, something went wrong and they got injured. And uh, you could actually see them furiously, like, communicating and doing this and doing that. And uh, anyway, the point of all of this was it was on a taped show, so they could have just stopped. But this person was like so into it as a professional that they were just they just were going as if it was live. So I thought that was funny. But anyway, no fans. There's no fans there either. It's like it's just the wrestlers. Like just stop, just stop and make sure everything is all right. Anyway, this person here says, Mike, because uh -huh. you say I never do anything for you. Yes. <laughs> Just wanted to message and give a shout-out to Mike. Sounds like he didn't have much time to prep for yesterday's show, and he was awesome. I was so impressed by him yesterday. And normally, I am not. 
Did, did you add in I that, added part that part at the end? Yes, I, I was going to say. Is that a PS by you? Thank I'm you. I'm just joking. All right, let's go to uh, to. Why don't you uh, fill up that tip jar? My buddy. And I'm here. not talking about the people. I'm talking about you. Haircut. That's where I was yesterday. I enlisted. Go ahead, caller. What's going on? What's up, Brian, Mike, Switch homies and jabronis? Yes, nice to steal the Tino. Yes, sir. Hey, so I watched NXT for the first time in like 18 months mm-hmm. yesterday on the post, and I'm perplexed by the booking of Kushida. I like that he won, but like the first thing I thought of was like, didn't he just lose to Pete Dunn and now he's the champion? After not only that, not only that is Steel, but Pete Dunn beats Kushida. Kushida goes and wins the cruiserweight title. They immediately go to an interview with Pete Dunn, where he says he's looking for gold, but he doesn't say anything about Kushida. I was like. Wait, wait a second. Can Is I offer? Like yes, please, Can Mike. Let me hear what Mike's got to say. Viewpoint here. Yes, you have these things laid out, and yes, you had Dunn defeat Kushida. Well, maybe Dunn, who has been in the world title picture before, is looking at that championship, and maybe instead of looking at Kushida and looking at the L that he took before he wins this title. Maybe we should look about Santos Escobar possibly moving into something else that will showcase him, or at least the hopes of showcasing him in a different way against different people. Maybe out of that realm. They already well, had him face Karrion Cross once, which was peculiar. But if you wanted to try to make Karrion Cross look good, Escobar is a great guy to do it. There's no one that man can't work with. He is a star, no matter what, no matter who he faces, and size-wise, he matches up with. Adam Cole with Finn Balor with Pete Dunne with all those other guys so maybe if this is a transition maybe that was part of that show yesterday was a transitioning of things obviously we have to see how it plays out oh not that that, again but that's with every show AEW Ring of Honor or anything else there's arcs here maybe this is part of one do you realize that your point Mike that maybe the good news is that Escobar is moving on to something better Right? I didn't say better. I said different. Uh, I think you said better. Because that would indicate the Kushida is moving down to something worse. No, don't you try to play with these yes, words here. Yes, yes. Don't why you try to use bro, these Bro, why didn't me? Jordan Devlin just win the Cruiserweight title, and then Kushida beat Johnny Gargano for the North American title, and then Santos Escobar can go and wrestle Karrion Cross? All of those things, I think, are better than what we got right now. Well, call Oliver Kopp and play TNM7, then. PC's well, you know, only. maybe I will do that. Let's go to... Uh, to this fella here, it uh, doesn't even say where he's at, which is usually i got to have my hand on the trigger finger here. What's going on? Hey, guys. It's, it's Ken from Staten Island. Oh, hey, Ken. What's going on? Yeah, I, I, I was talking to one of my friends during WrestleMania Sunday, and I said I, I, I almost think that WWE purposely tries to put on bad shows for, like, non-WrestleManias with these ridiculous non-finishes. Like, with the logic of it will make WrestleMania seem better because – I really try to watch Raw every week, and it's just, you know, with this Dana Brooke is, and uh, Mandy have fought Baszler and Nia Jax, like, you know, a hundred times already. I'm just sick of it. Is there anyone who really finds it entertaining? So what do you think of my theory that they do these awful shows on purpose? Well, my friend, I want to thank you very much for the call. I, I could tell you with, like, 100% certainty, they do not make the shows awful on purpose. That's now, the is that to part. say... 
Is that to say that every now and then Vince will book something awful because he knows it's train wreck television? Like, remember when Lashley had his sisters? Like, <laughs> trust me, they knew that that would be train wreck television. But in general, he does not try to book a bad show. Listen, how many times... Listen, I can say that plans change all the time, and all you nerds will go, ah, Ryan's just making stuff up because he got something wrong. Dude, why don't you look at the lineups that they advertise and how the lineups can be completely different 24 hours later? They change the plans all the time, okay? Why does Vince do that? Because he thinks about it. He thinks he's got a better idea. Now, the problem is, when you have a guy that always thinks that he's got a better idea and he's always changing stuff, you have zero long-term storytelling, you have zero consistency, and the overall show is terrible. He thinks that he is booking a good show. He thinks he is giving you what you want. Now, with finishes, many times he does not give you what you want, because in his mind, down the road, it will pay off. But of course, then the next week comes and he changes his mind about something, and so, like, at the end of the day, listen, remember when Fiend got burnt to a crisp months ago? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, are you aware that the WrestleMania finish with the Fiend and Randy Orton was changed the day of the show or the day before the show? Are you aware of that? Did hear that. So, going into the WrestleMania show, the Fiend was, in fact, going to beat Randy Orton and get his revenge. So when I ranted about how stupid the storyline was and how the storyline made no sense, if WrestleMania would happen like three days prior, it would have made sense. The Fiend would have got his revenge for being burnt to a crisp. But Vince decided that he had some better... I don't even know what his better idea is. But he, had, he decided he had a better idea and he decided Randy's going over. So he changed it and then... Nothing made sense dating back to December. The guy got burnt to a crisp. He went to WrestleMania to get revenge, and he was beaten by an RKO. That wasn't going to happen. So that's the problem here. He didn't go into WrestleMania and go, I'm going to make this Randy Orton Fiend thing worse. He had some sort of idea that he thought would be better. It was not. And this happens on every show, up and down the show all day. So, no, I do not think he books purposely to be bad. Puyallup, you're on the air. Oh. You didn't jump in fast enough, Mike. Sorry. We can't have dead air on the radio. Oh. Go ahead, Puyallup. <laughs> uh, hello, my name is Danny Valhalla. Uh, I just want to get your you thoughts on... You dummy, you told me that you... I'm telling your father. <laughs> your father took your <laughs> phone away because... No. no, 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 hold on, I'm muting you for a second. Your father took your phone away because you did poorly in algebra. And so you appear to have stolen someone's phone or borrowed someone's phone, and you are still calling into this program. Is that correct, yes or no? Uh, I'm in that class right now as we speak. Uh, but I just... No, hold on a minute. Yo, I muted you again. Them? Wait a second. Listen, my friend, David. <laughs> School is very important, and getting an education is very important. Did you not watch Herman becomes a pro wrestler when he was attempting to uh, earn some money for his son's college? Wait, hold on a second. Avery. Hold on, uh, hold Avery, on. You're gonna, you gonna deal Let's with Avery it. later. Oh, Go he on. just yelled back at you, David. I am not allowing you on the show till you bring your algebra grades up. I'm sorry. I'm dropping you. I will not be. I'm not going to be part of this. 
Have you heard his calls? He needs his education. Mm. When you, you bring your algebra point? grades up, you can come back on the show. Got it? I'm a dad now. Mm-hmm. Damn right. Good Clearly. Daddy. All right. Ford Madison, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, I just want to uh, call it in. Uh, ah, yeah. This guy's so dumb. Do you not know that I have a mute button, you dummy? <laughs> you sat on the line for eight minutes to try to do a prank call, and I just yeah. had my finger on the button. This show's in 2021 now, baby. You can't fool us like that. You, you know, it's funny, work. too, is he's muted, but he hasn't hung up yet because he's screaming into <laughs> silence. You, my friend, could also go back to school. <laughs> Maybe that would turn things around in your life. Then you would not have this anger. Anger leads to tension, which leads to physical pain, my friend. So I think that there's things that you could do to try to try to help yourself. Let's try no BC. You're on the air. What's going on? Oh, hey, uh, Brian. Hey, Twitch chat. Um, I want to complain about Matt Hardy for a minute. So this dude, he's wow. not very interesting in the ring. He's not a good enough actor to make any of his promos interesting. And for me, he's got like the biggest go away heat of anybody in AEW. Matt Hardy? Company, like, go away heat? I don't. Listen, I'm aware this is a very. This is a me problem. You're entitled to your opinion. Go ahead. Yeah. I cannot stand this guy. And for me, him making him the leader of anything to do with whether it's the Hardy family office or whatever that stupid gimmick is. Well, I, I say you're entitled to your opinion, but we are up against a break. But but thank you. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? 
He said call PetJoy right now, 800-846-2153, 800-846-2153, 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and the Annuity Rate Report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Oh, I screwed up on the chat here. Latino, I want to thank you for $1. I said $0.10, cents, but he gave me $1 cheer. I appreciate that. Latino. Do I get two quarters of that? No. Why not? I handled those calls, not you. You handled... Make me curse. I'm gonna need uh I'm gonna need David to uh uh contact me. Uh Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. I'm gonna need a uh I'm gonna need to see your report card before uh, I'm gonna let you call back on this program. I need to see I need to see your uh grades improve in algebra. Say we're gonna need a parental waiver, yet in this case, Brian's gonna be your daddy. Cause you know, at the end of the day, like uh myself, Chris Jericho both of us did very poorly in math. And the last thing that we need is for David to become a mega superstar. So I'm trying to help him here live a normal life. We're out of time. Tonight, AEW. Tomorrow we'll be talking about uh, the show. And uh, later on tonight, Wrestling Observer Radio with Dave Meltzer. Uh, watched the Brian and Vinny and Craig and Granny show yesterday. We reviewed the Munsters. And by the way, the, the show about Herman becoming a pro wrestler is so much better than Raw. Thousands of times better than Raw. So go check that show out. We got a lot of stuff there. Video.f4wonline.com, wrestlingobserver.com. Thanks, Mike, as always, callers and listeners. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.